3: All right, welcome into the second hour, my guys in the desert here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel, Vinny Mayulo alongside as well. Second hour loaded, uh, a lot of influence from north of the border. Andy McNeil is going to be with us in just a couple of minutes as we discuss, and not only what is going to happen in the National Hockey League, but his thoughts as a member of Canada, citizen of Canada, I should put it that way, yes. member. Like Mem- you, know, well, member. I guess technically you can. He's apply. A <laughs> But is he uh, what he's looking at in terms of somebody who's going to take in a lot of this sports betting market that'll open up? And then coming up at the uh, bottom of the hour as well, Vinny, uh, we're going to get a lot of the hardcore analysis on this too because Pat Evan, uh, who does a great job, writer for Legal Sports Report, is going to be with us. He actually covered everything uh, for LSR in terms of Canada joining the fray. But with us at the bottom of the hour to discuss all of that. Well, it's exciting,
4: and uh, we're happy for the folks. Up in Canada, great uh, great sports fans have been betting for a long time. I had the opportunity to go up to Canada uh, as a guest of the Ontario Lottery Gaming Corporation (OLGC) back in 2000, and uh, that's how long they've been working on trying to get uh, straight bet wagering up there. They've always been able to bet parlays and through the lottery and everything like that. So we've got a lot of VSN listeners up in uh, uh, in Canada as well, and. I look forward to seeing a lot of those listeners. They come down uh, to uh, to see us here at the South Point and uh, here in Las Vegas. Stop down to Circa we have Bar Canada over there. So, a lot of uh, a lot of good a uh, lot of good visitors uh, and uh, support from our friends north of the border.
3: The future is now in Canada, mm-hmm. and the future is now for a lot of basketball players. That's right. Because the draft lottery was last night in the NBA. We have our top 14 selections. We have our top 30, but nobody really cares that, you know, instead of the top 14. Uh, so the number one overall pick goes to the Detroit Pistons. Mm-hmm. Rounding out the top four, Rockets will be in the number two, Cavaliers in number three, and the Toronto Raptors, which were the, I guess, relatively surprising selection of the top four, uh, gets the fourth overall selection. And at this point right now, for the Pistons, they're looking dead in the face of one Cade Cunningham out of Oklahoma Oklahoma State State. being the top overall pick. Now, me being the guy who enjoys the association, and I actually, I like roster building in the NBA. It's really intriguing to see how teams do it. Mm -hmm. Case in point, the Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks. They yep. draft Trey, v, Trey Young. They get the big draft with three guys that they select, including Hunter, Reddish, Wright. They go and add the veterans that are perfectly mixed with that crew, Clint Capella, Bogdanovich. Yep. And just like that, John Collins should know, too. They're in the Eastern Conference Finals. So well, you can build this pretty quickly if you hit on all the right pieces. Pistons might have some.
4: It's, it, well, it's it's got to start somewhere, right, mm-hmm. J V A V T And so, with younger guys, you can make the same uh, – a uh, similar – uh, uh, comparison to the Phoenix Suns, who drafted young. Again, you know what we're seeing here now, uh, JVT, with one and done or sophomores coming out and teams being young. They get to the uh, to the NBA and they're they're still growing. They're still getting it. You know, got, got to grow into their bodies. They're going up against men.
3: You mean stronger. that stronger, like nineteen years old, going playing against grown men it's that might stunt the development a little bit. Huh?
4: Just well, it it's, it's going to take a little more time. Right. You see. Uh, and how you build those rosters, how you're patient with them, uh, how the coaches are patient, how the team buys into it. And then when you're sprinkling in the the right balance uh, and mindset of veterans. I mean, Chris Paul's a born again here, yep. right? Let's face it. Uh, so uh, I think both uh, you, could, you could see the result uh, of a, a patience and good. Now, you've got to make good, good wise decisions and, and, yep. and good draft picks, right? Let's face it. Uh, and, you know, what we get and – both of those teams are in the finals, uh, conference respective conference finals right now, in the Hawks and uh, and the Suns, and uh, we'll see. But but it seems like the, but the Cavs are here every year. When is that? When is it going to start kicking in for them?
3: Well, and that's right. Because again, it, it's getting the pieces is part of it. You got to be able to know what's doing. Get to do the right pieces right. and put them together properly. Yeah. So you got to hit it on the part. We also got to know what you have to do with them. So uh, that is obviously something the Cavaliers have struggled with for a very long time. We were used to yeah. seeing their name at the top of this list, but the Pistons do have some really young pieces. That are going with Killian Hayes, Sadiq Bay is one of my favorite players. Yeah. Patrick Maher was texting me this morning, asked me if I was moving to Detroit. I told him <laughs> that as long as we can move in with Sadiq Bay, I'm totally in on that. Uh, but. We also can bet on this. Uh, let me ask you really quickly. We have 30 seconds, so we'll, we'll recap some of this more as the show goes along. The NBA draft, though, has not caught on as much as the NFL draft has. It's not.
4: Uh, it, uh, and we still, we still book it. Uh, but the NFL draft, in terms of uh, betting interest, far exceeds uh, what the NBA uh, betting, uh, draft uh, does. So, But that's fine. I mean, uh, but uh, there's just a lot more. It seems a lot more interest. Uh, in in the uh, uh, NFL draft, JBT, but
3: we'll have it, uh, particularly first round. Uh, that's what folks want to see, and uh, we'll, we'll prepare for it. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm interested because that that will be something. This is a pretty deep draft with a lot of well-known names in here too. So I wonder if there will be a little bit more interest uh, in the NBA draft this coming season. It is my guys in the desert here on VCN, the sports betting network. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel, Vinny Mayulo alongside as well. Uh, Andy McNeil, good to go. Let's welcome in Andy. Or are we going to? You, well, you want to wait a couple minutes? Five minutes. All right, you got it. All right. It. I, I, look, I'm new to the whole process, so you know. So then I'll just ask you my question here, Vinny. Ask. The more popular draft where you have, this is by all accounts, right, in the NBA, one of the deepest drafts we've seen. We get a lot of recognizable names. Kate Cunningham, right, obviously Mm -hmm. very popular. Evan Mobley, you can go through the list. Jalen Suggs, what he did for the run for the Gonzaga, all the way through uh, to Mitchell coming out of Baylor. There's a lot of guys who I think are very popular. Would a draft like this loaded with names that are pretty recognizable with people who are interested in, would that drive interest on something like this and have a bookmaker like you Maybe want to put a little bit more up in terms of options.
4: Well, here's the thing: you've got more positions and and more ways to to to, to create. There's more options, right, with the NFL draft, right? You can you can cluster quarterbacks, running backs, re, uh, receivers, right, uh, defensive players, and things like that. So. You know, it's it's just the the variety is 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 greater mm-hmm. where, with the NFL well, to draft. Your point, you know?
3: Like Is Kate Cunningham a guard?
4: Well, that's just is he it, a point guard you know, or is he a shooting know, guard? Like all those you, sort of things. You, right? you know, what you know, what he played in college mm-hmm. is going to be d- different in all likelihood than when he goes to the NBA and things like that. So now, uh, again, you can do certain. You know, how many how many from a particular conference? How many players from a particular conference will go? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know. Uh, you know, and and again, maybe draft, draft position. position by right. player and things like that. But I think when you, when you look at these these numbers here, uh,
3: you know Cunningham is a is a huge favorite here. You're going to try to look for some value. Well, and I'm glad you pointed over. that out. So I included this for a reason. So Kate Cunningham is minus eight hundred over at be, yeah. be, points bet. Excuse me, mm-hmm. uh, to go with first overall. If you're really looking at getting involved in something like this. He's minus two thousand over at MGM So as we always say, Jeff for your numbers. You know, you can lay eight hundred, you can lay two thousand. But sure, Kate Cunningham, there is a lack of interest because something like this is kind of put in stone. But it's also the I think the NBA draft process is so much different than the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like the NFL draft, there's so much information around it. You kind of know where teams are going in terms of their positional needs. But you mentioned a key point where. These guys are so young, Yeah, you will see a team draft on projection sure. and maybe see a name that you didn't expect as opposed to what they are. In the NFL, those are hardened bodies. They've played three years in college. You know what the position is. You know what position you need as opposed to let's draft this 19-year-old because in four years, he actually might be a pretty decent starter. And of these 14 teams
4: in this in this draft lottery list, JVT, okay, we're going to see probably, what, uh, maybe half? Mm -hmm. At least half of them in next year's draft, to to, to, to your your exact point. It's not like they're going to get heavily involved. Mm -hmm. All these teams are going to get heavily involved in free agency and things like that. The other part is in the NFL, when there's a trade that comes about, it's about a particular position. Somebody's trying to trade up because they want a particular quarterback or or one of two quarterbacks, for instance, and things like that. I'm not so sure that there's going to be a whole lot of trade uh, uh, differences here. Um, because is Cade Cunningham going to go, whether the Pistons stay in that spot or not? Probably, unless Correct. you know something. You know, there's a there's a sweetened package uh, somewhere else. So,
3: act of God. Uh, yeah, probably. Is here. All right. Uh, well, we'll get back to this throughout. Uh, we have the next couple of days. I'm filling in for humans, so maybe I'll take over and have more NBA draft talk. I love it. Uh, but let's welcome in Andy McNeil at Digital Gambler up on Twitter. Our NHL analyst here at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The Canadian flag, very apt, of course, not only because you are from Canada, sir, but we have the news, of course, that Canada joins the fray. A Canadian Parliament amended the nation's criminal code, allowed single-game wagering. So, for you, I think you have a pretty interesting view on this because not only do you live there, but uh, you are a sports better and gambler, so your are thoughts of this because i saw you on twitter it seemed like there was some trepidation with how you know some of these provinces might handle it
5: yeah i mean uh, of course i'm excited as should everybody but i think some of that excitement will uh, die off as as we we see some of the provinces um mishandle this let's just say i, I mean uh, you guys have have seen it all um transpire in the united states some states have have uh, rolled things out uh, in, a, in a really competitive way, while others have, uh, have chosen to go other routes, and, and I think that'll be the case here. So um, I'm really excited to see how things develop over the summer, but um, I think it's too early to, to, you know, to, to really pique my excitement uh, yet. I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, I guess.
3: So for those uh, who are just with us, just getting caught up, you see the, the bullet points there. Uh, as we noted, right, amends the, na- the nation's criminal code, regulated much like the United States uh, at the provincial level. So it sets up for the similar structure here in the United States, state by state, Finney, uh, mm-hmm. Providence by Providence over in Canada. Yeah.
4: And again, for uh, the folks that are up there, and as Andy knows, uh, you're going to pay very close attention to the rules because the ru- it sounds like there'll be some mm-hmm. some rules will be pretty universal, some rules and stipulations. Uh, will vary in how, how uh, certain aspects of, the, of sports wagering are going to be handled. But nonetheless, I think it's a, another positive sign for sports wagering to expand. And again, the folks up in Canada love to love sports, great fans, uh, and uh, really terrific uh, sports batters as well and have been for a long
3: time. Andy at Digital Gambler up on Twitter. Uh, all right, Andy, we're going to get uh, some of the uh, the legal mishmash out of the way. Uh, P- Pat Evans is going to be with us, who's been covering it and been in on a lot of these hearings as well. So, uh, congratulations. We'll see how this expands going forward. Because as you said, there's a lot of states out here that have some really questionable parameters about how the way they're handling this, and then there's states like outside of Nevada, uh, like Colorado, who have done things really well. And it seems like Ontario might be one of those that it seems is setting up pretty well.
5: Yeah, I mean, they, they 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 seem like they're open for business uh, right right from the get go, and and that's the impression that I get that they are going to be opening up their uh, region to you know all of the operators that, that you guys and and listeners and and viewers of Vison have have come to uh, know and, and love. Um, whereas you know some of the other provinces might move to handling it themselves, a, a monopoly of sorts, uh, and and I, I don't think that's uh, the plan for a long term plan for success for sure. So. I mean we'll we'll see, but um, you know, specifically here in Alberta, uh, this is a province that that I'm worried about. I, I don't necessarily think the, the the early indicators uh suggest that that they'll be rolling things out uh in the way that I'd like to see them roll things out.
3: So let's talk a little hockey then as we have you on for this. We'll transition over. I was going to make the cheesy segue, open for business. Are the Knights open for business at goaltender? But we don't want to go there. If you read Reddit and Twitter, it feels like it's always the goaltender's fault. Uh, But let's start here. Um, The Golden Knights for the second consecutive year now in the postseason, Andy, all of a sudden the offense just disappears in terms of high danger chances, in terms of what we have seen from them, the front lines. So what have you seen in that regard? Because it just seems like, again, this offense that we saw in a couple series now in this postseason two, just gets stuck in neutral and there's nothing in terms of high danger chances, anything like that, and just peppering shots from a distance.
5: Yeah, I mean, it's really similar to, uh, I should say it's eerily similar to what we we saw last year against the Dallas Stars. Another good puck possession team, but really, you know, a middle of the road, uh, maybe slightly above average team, just like the Montreal Canadiens. Um, They've they've got some things that they do really well, but, you know, the Knights should be able to beat this team in a seven-game series, but um, you talk about a, a position open at the, in goal, I would suggest that the position should be open uh, at the head coach position at the end of the season because, you know, this is, this is Pete DeBoer's team. He's designed the offense, I guess you could say, and, um, you know, once again, just like last year in the semifinals, uh, they, they have, have gone dry, and it, it's because all of their offense or, or a, a large portion of their offense gets filtered through defenders like, you know, Alex Petrolangelo and Shea Theodore, and those guys are great, uh, and it's great to have them contribute on a regular basis, but when everything is coming from the point, uh, you've got to just have so much more volume to, you know, to to equal uh, some of the chances that the Canadians are getting, and they've been pretty much doubling up the Golden Knights in terms of their ability to generate high danger chances right in front of the net at five-on-five, so um, you know, roughly 50% of the shots at five-on-five that the Vegas Golden Knights have taken have been low danger. So the perimeter, the blue line, uh, you know, places where where shots are not going to find the back of the net very often. And and I'm not sure that they can you know fix this problem in time for Thursday's game. It would require uh, some wholesale changes that I, I just don't know if they're able to make.
4: Andy, I, I I love your points uh, because, uh, it, you know, while the board, you know, as a coach, you're making some adjustments, right? We saw him roll out different line combinations, but there's so much more to it, right? I mean, the fact of the matter is there's no – Price is able to see everything. The Knights are a yep. bigger team, physically bigger team, but there is absolutely nobody in the crease to to uh, to, uh, to shield him, to screen him, uh, to give themselves some opportunities for tips and things like that. Talk a little bit about uh, the lack of, of adjustments that they've made uh, in that regard.
5: Well, you know, not only that, it's um – I've, I'm always harping on, you know, forcing the issue. If you're not able, if you're if you're not getting to that, you've got to force your way to that that high danger area. And in doing so, you're probably going to penalties. You're probably going to find yourselves on the power play, and that's maybe how they could fix that atrocious power play uh, that they have going on in Vegas right now. Um, this is, you know, it, it's do or die. They, uh, they, they they really have to, to, like you said, get to those, those areas and, 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 you know, hope for some tips and, and, and screens and whatnot. Uh, and hopefully a puck has eyes and can find its way through. If you're going to, to generate offense from the outside, from the point, well, like, you, you know, you, you guys said, you've got to have that traffic in front of the net without it. He's going to see everything. He's going to stop everything just about. So, um, Vegas, I mean, they've, they've really got to switch up their game plan. They've got a good forward group, especially in their top six. These these guys can score goals. Um, but there's just something structurally wrong with this team uh, in which they always filter everything back to defenders like Theodore and Petro-Angelo.
4: Before we get to tonight's uh, uh, game, uh, game six uh, between uh, the uh, the Lightning and Islanders. Andy, one more thing. We've got to give credit where it's due too, uh, to the Montreal Canadiens who really are playing their best hockey of the season at the most important time. Talk a little bit about the adjustments that they've made, uh, especially on defense and what they've done uh, to really stifle the, uh, the, the Golden Knights.
5: Yeah, I mean, they've, they've had help. Um, I, I think the, the game, um, the way the games have been called by the officials um, you know, it's helped both teams at time, but I think um, it really lends itself to the the style that the Canadians are trying to play. They're trying to slow those big, heavy bodies down uh, as they enter the zone, and they're they're getting uh, some leeway to do that. Um, but but with you know defensemen like Shea Weber and Jeff Petrie and Joel Edmondson and Ben Chiaria, uh, these are these are big bodies that can can really uh, you know produce generate some wear and tear uh, throughout the course of the series, and, and they've been doing that. But you know, just in general, I mean, I think the, the, the biggest thing for the Canadians is it's just the way that the, the young players have stepped up all playoff long. Nick Suzuki, um, Cole Caulfield, who, who wasn't even on the the opening night roster for the first two games in, in Toronto against the Maple Leafs. Um, this is a team that's, you know, finding itself and, and some some new stars are, are emerging. I know Suzuki had a great playoff. Uh, last year although it was pretty short-lived but um, you know this guy's uh, somebody that can raise his game uh, at this time of year and, and Caulfield and, and Kokiniemi are, are both proving that they can do that as well so I mean uh, you know it's a veteran group and, and they've got some young stars that are shining and it's, it's, it's really looking good for this team right now.
3: First off Eddie don't you ever take control of the show again. I'll let us know when we move on. Are you pointing your finger? On me? <laughs> <laughs> Andy, before we move on to that series, like I'm saying here, uh, we've seen the market adjustment. I think we saw like, what, $1.75 in the road games the first time around. Now we're looking at a forty. Is that enough of an adjustment in your mind?
5: look for the way i do things yeah. um no i mean it's, it's a big adjustment it's, it's almost too much of one um i would probably i would lay minus 138 or better with the vegas golden knights i know circa had a minus 136 hanging out uh, earlier today i'm not sure if that's around but that's my cutoff. i mean i you know i think the, the time to make money on the canadians in this series has has come and gone um hopefully you got on the train you know sports betting As you guys know, it's about anticipating what's coming, not reacting to what's already happened. And I think the market has made some pretty big adjustments, and and it's a bit of a reach right now to back the Canadians uh, at a plus 130 price or, or anything around there.
3: All right, so let's move on to tonight. Uh, after an ass kicking like that, the we got Islanders fans tearing their jerseys off in the stands and throwing them on the ground and storming <laughs> out. What do we do with this as the Islanders try to stave off elimination? Tampa Bay dollar fifty favorite, plus one twenty five, plus one thirty, depending on where you shop for your numbers here. Uh, what do we see in that last game? Is that just an avalanche? And hey, man, it's a one off, or, or did was there something there with Tampa Bay that this is uh, something similar that we're going to see another shellacking tonight?
5: Well, I, I mean, I think that it should be a confidence booster for sure to know that, that you can generate that kind of offense against a team that is, you know, well known as a, a defensive uh, a defensive juggernaut at times. Um, but, you know, expect a, a push from the Islanders tonight for sure. There's there's a lot of pride in that locker room and a, and a great head coach. They've got a good goaltender and uh, a pretty deep lineup. So I expect, a, you know, a close game tonight. I, I got this, I've got i got this one around, you know, minus 145, which is kind of a consensus price. Um, I, I was laying, you know, minus 135-ish uh, on the road in, earlier in this series, so I'm not too keen on, on taking this price here. Um, but uh, I do like a, a few props over at DraftKings, Kyle Palmieri, uh, no points, minus 155. He's he's typically been a very consistent scorer, but he hasn't really been able to find himself outside of the series versus the Bruins uh, since joining the Islanders. Um, Josh Bailey uh, to get an assist at plus 185. That's over at MGM. And uh, Yanni Gord, uh, a guy that's not talked about very often uh, you know, in, in the mainstream uh, hockey segment, but he's, uh, he's uh, an engine on that Lightning team and somebody that's going every single night to get over one and a half uh, shots on goal, so to get two shots on goal or more, um, minus 161 over at MGM. I like those three clock props a lot, um, and I and I don't think they interfere with each other at all. So uh, I'm pretty happy with those positions. Wow, what are they? All about Andy, what the can,
3: Islanders so far. I'm pushing against the mainstream hockey, huh? You are. Yeah, we're down. We're down to a dollar forty. Andy on the uh,
5: <laughs> oh, yeah, dollar forty, on, on really?
3: Dollar forty on the Lightning, yeah. Dollar dollar thirty eight or better, right? To reiterate, that's what you said. In terms of um, uh, Vegas? No. Yes, yes. Of- uh, Vegas, yes. Yeah. See, look at this. Vinny's trying to take over. Yeah, all right. Andy McDeal, a digital yeah. gambler up Jeez on Twitter. Sake. What are we doing here? Andy, <laughs> it's good to talk to you, buddy. Thank you for the time.
5: For sure, maybe we can rebrand this segment to like my guy in the North Pole or something like that. You know. Well,
3: I'm only here for three days until next week, so who knows? But if so, I will you're not every... like it. Jeez, I'll change everything like about this show on the network. Sure. I'll talk to you later, dude. Thanks. <laughs> Take care, See You know what the V and V Sin stands for, don't you? Yeah. You can't spell V Sin without VIN. Uh, Remember that's, that. That's a good point. All right, we'll come back. We have our best bets. We'll talk about those. Uh, we have to. We'll get back to the the Canadians uh, legalized sports betting as well. Pat Evans, illegal sports sports to be with us major league baseball too as we kind of cleaned up the carts uh, oh and teddy greenstein how about that he's going to be with us uh, in about uh, we'll call it three and a half minutes from now a little bit of golf we'll see what the betting has been like over there as well with this eastern conference finals matchup game one If you missed out on any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows, including Follow the Money, A Numbers Game, My Guys in the Desert, and Lombardi Line with VSIN Best Bets, Download Beating the Book with Gail Alexander or Market Insights, Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. All free and available now. VSIN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's welcome in. Teddy Greenstein is with us, senior editor, PointsBet. Uh, Teddy, good to talk to you. I have talked to you the other day, but that was really early in the morning over here. Now I get to talk to you a little bit later. Uh, so, look, I'm a big NBA guy, so I want to get this information. Uh, what's going on? Eastern Conference Finals, game one. We've seen a lot of movement with this number back and forth. Seven, eight, seven and a half. So where are you guys at?
7: Yeah, so we started at seven and a half and rose to eight and a half, and now it's solidified at eight. What's interesting is that uh, the public is on the underdog. The public likes the Hawks. Seventy percent of our handle is on Atlanta. Public also likes the under of uh, 225. So our top liability at Points Bet is the Hawks' money line, which is currently plus 275. And also, we've seen a little shift uh, in the series odds. So the Hawks opened at plus 400. Down to plus three seventy-five, so people are uh, digging Atlanta these days.
3: Uh, what about with? Uh, so I personally think that Giannis is set to have a pretty big series here. I don't know if there's a really a lot of matchups there uh, that can stymie Giannis and There's Really, not many in, in the NBA period. Uh, but what has been going on with Giannis? Maybe some props, name a bet also for Giannis.
7: Yeah, perfect timing on that question, Jonathan. Because um, we have a Giannis offering tonight. We have a boost: Giannis to score thirty in a Bucks win has been boosted from minus 110 to plus 110. Hmm. So if you think the Bucs are going to win and your guy's going to have a big game, that is uh, that is certainly the play tonight.
3: He averaged 24.5 points on 65% shooting in the regular season against Atlanta. They're an eight-point favorite, pretty massive favorite on the money line. Pretty good opportunity there for you if you're a better. All right, so we're down to the Final Four. One of those Final four is a 2 nothing series lead over their opponent, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, where are you guys at in terms of your championship prices right now?
7: Yeah. So right now, I mean, if you are holding a Suns ticket at plus 2,500, take a bow because that's what it was earlier, and now the Suns are are, are plus 125. Wow. That is the surge there that uh, that Phoenix has seen. Um, and, and in this series, uh, from minus 200 to minus 900. If you still have any faith in the Clippers, you can certainly get a pretty price there. That one is plus 600 up from 165 to start. So uh, I think the public uh, feels pretty strongly about how this one's going to end up with Phoenix up to nothing.
3: I'm still feeling great. I I took the Clippers after game or before game five, no before game six of the Mavericks series at 11 to one to win the title. So I'm sitting on a good number, but not in a good situation. So I am hoping that they can pull something out here. Uh, Hey, they've been here before. Got them right where you want them, right? All right, let's move on golf. I know you're big on golf as well. Travelers uh, walk us through for right now what you have handle right now liability uh, who are a lot of the people handling right now the Travelers?
7: Yeah, it's interesting. So, so probably a little unusual. Abraham Answer is getting a lot of love from us. He is plus 2,800, so 28 to 1. He is number one in terms of both bet count and handle. Also getting a lot of love for Bubba Watson. As you know, mm-hmm. he has won this event three times. And that actually feeds into my boost, my name of bet. Uh, any left-handed player to win has been boosted from plus 800 to plus 900. So obviously you get Bubba Watson, you get Phil, you get Brian Harmon, who's got the lowest odds of all of them. We'll throw in Garrick Higo, uh, Ted Potter Jr., and even a Monday qualifier named uh, Stephen Stalling. So you get a little six-pack there of lefties. Now Paige's name a bet is a little more conventional. She's, she's focused on the big boys this week. It asks Will Bryson, Brooks Kepka and DJ all finish in the top 20. We usually do these for top 10, but since we have three guys, top 20, you get plus 550 on that. So that is certainly an interesting one. And one other note, Guido Migliosi, the guy who, you know, came out of nowhere to perform great uh, at Torrey Pines, he is our top liability because we've been offering him at 100 to 1.
3: I like it. All right. Teddy Greenstein with us. Hey, so uh, outside of everything you've mentioned, and any other golfers that you like that you want to give us? Yeah,
7: I mean, I like Kevin Streelman. So Kevin Streelman is kind of the vice president of this tournament, if Bubba Watson is the president. Streels is number two all-time in terms of earning at the Travelers, and he's about 30-1. to So I think Streels is is a good pick out there in Connecticut. I think Ricky Fowler is an interesting one. And then if you want a long shot, Luke Donald, the former world number one, has actually been playing better of late, and you can still get him for top ten at about 25 to one, just for a top 10. And mm-hmm. he's actually been breaking 70 a bunch lately. So uh, I'm not just saying this because we both went to Northwestern. Luke is a top 10, I think is worth the play this week.
3: Teddy, we got 20 seconds. Win around with Paige, how do we do it?
7: All you've got to do is place a bet of any amount by June 30th and you are entered into the sweepstakes. Paige will be playing, perhaps I will be caddying get your bet in, and win a shot to play with me.
3: Appreciate it, Teddy. Thank you very much for the time today, sir. Enjoyed it, Jonathan. Have a great night. Thanks. Teddy Greenside again over at Points. But We'll come back. We have plenty enough to get to. Vinny Mayulo back with a little bit of Major League Baseball knowledge. My guys in the desert live from the OddsTrader.com studio at the South Point Casino. OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need. Before we get to best bets, very quickly, a um, couple of things to clean up. One, uh, Vinny, I will be watching The Shawshank Redemption for the first time this weekend, and you are uh, you approve? Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, you had you had a little poll that you put out, right? Yeah. There were four movies on there. It was. Uh, Shawshank, Caddyshack, uh, Naked Gun was one of them as How well. How did that get on there? Uh, I, the, from what I was told, it was like a cult classic. What cult was that? Was well, cult a, down in South America? Wait, there's, a there's, cult there's a lot of crazy, uh, crazy right. cults. There's uh, a lot of crazy crazy cults. Also, Major League was the fourth choice. So uh, The been. winner, over 1,300 votes in, 1,392 of you told me to watch, 46% of you at least, Shawshank Redemption. So I will be forcing my wife to sit down and watch Shawshank Redemption with me this weekend, oh, yeah. you're gonna. Oh, she's gonna. She hasn't seen it either. She actually has.
4: All right, I would have went with Major League, but that's that's
3: me. Uh, I'll get a better reaction out of you on this. Go ahead. You know who forced me to watch Goodfellas for the first time? Oh, somebody I know and love. The love know. of my life. Your wife? Yeah, of course. Well,
4: listen, she's obviously got good taste in movies, and I mean, that's right. Yeah.
3: She also had me uh, watch. Uh, is it a Bronx Tale? The the car door? I mean. That's right. Great movie. The door test. Uh, yeah, the door test, right? That's yeah. Right. Man, you guys had some great movies uh, back right. in the day, huh? A,
4: back in the day, what do you like? in black—they're—they're they're not silent, you know. They're not black and white and silent with 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 subtitles. Well,
3: come on. Let's see release date. You know, uh, 1993. I mean, come on. I was three. What am I supposed to do? You're, you're, but you're the senior. You're the only guy around here. Not not
4: Viccaro, yeah, Not Andrews. Not Mayulo. The only guy no, around here set, with no. senior. Want to use a senior
3: odds maker? I think that's you actually. And humans is a senior uh, senior writer. I don't don't flaunt it. (laughs) Uh, By the way, I've just looked. Uh, Ben, can we confirm this? Uh, A Twitter notification just popped up on my feed, and it's Chris Paul saying "Hell yeah!" in all capital letters. So I feel like Chris Paul Paul might be (laughs) playing. Let's see. Let's see. Hold on That's a second. An interesting let's, see. <laughs> yeah. let's, see what, let's see what the number is. Uh, and really quickly, as we stay off best bets one more time, did you say you had injury news in Major League Baseball? Uh, a couple of injuries uh, to note. So it looks like Acuna will not be
4: uh, uh, in the lineup tonight for the Braves uh, as okay. the Mets uh, continue to draw money. And Mookie Betts uh, for the Dodgers not going to be in the lineup tonight. Ill. Uh, He's ill.
3: Good. Good to know. Oh, it's not good that he's ill. But as Ben points out, yeah, my Twitter algorithm, I don't know why it would tell me uh, that I'm really – to show me this Chris Paul tweet at 3.36 today when apparently he tweeted that yesterday. Because I guess the Suns won yesterday? (laughs) Something happened yesterday? Uh, Okay, 8.58 p.m. P.m. Hmm. Yeah, well. Technology, man. What are we going to do? Get back to your poll. (laughs) Yeah, right. Better topic. Uh, All right, so best bets really quickly. We'll run through these, and then we'll get to a couple of major league baseball games. And again, uh, we will get the perspective on everything when it comes to the Canadian side of things. Pat Evans, who's covered it uh, at length for for legal sports report, and actually a little bit too, uh, in our own backyard. Is Louisiana well on the way? In terms of legalized sports betting. So, three bets. Oh, look at that. That's cute. Huh? The S's are dollar signs. Uh, Hawks plus eight over the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. That is a one. That is these three I've bet. I uh, bet that right before the show started. Looks like it's going to come off the eight to seven and a half, but it, it goes to the line of thinking that I think this is going to be a pretty competitive series on a game to game basis. Mm-hmm. But the final result might be more misleading. If you just look back and you go, oh, the Bucks one and five, they must have killed them. It's going to be a competitive few games. So, while I have the Hawks plus eight, Vinny, Bucks over the Hawks in four games at four to one. Bucks over the Hawks in five games at plus two seventy. Those are the two exact series bets that I have made. I think the Bucks have just a little bit too much in terms of the matchups that work in their favor here. Yeah, I think so, uh, JVT. And we know that the uh, the Hawks can hit from the perimeter, but I think overall
4: defensively that uh, uh, the the Bucks are going to be better than uh, the previous two opponents. Uh, yeah. For the Hawks, uh, both the Knicks and uh, uh, although the Knicks defense was was solid, they just didn't have any support uh, in, in terms of uh, in terms of scoring. Uh, but Philadelphia, look, let's face it, uh, sixty what sixteen and uh, twenty six point uh, leads mm-hmm. uh, in the uh, uh, second half. Uh, but I, I just think that the uh, the way the Bucks are playing right now. Uh, going to be a whole different set of circumstances for Atlanta.
3: A couple of things to your point. One, um, even though the Hawks won that series, they still finished with a negative 3.7 mm-hmm. net rating. So that's that kind of gives you an indication as to the, the way that series was going for the most part. Giannis Antetokounmpo, I am going to guess, is not going to have an over second half like uh, Joel Embiid did in one of those games. I believe it was game, what, four mm-hmm. uh, in which he had that. Uh, also, they have nobody just like they had for Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid actually had a really good series. Other than those two halves, in which performed very poorly, right. they had nobody for Joel Embiid. Just like that, they have nobody for to Giannis Kumpo type. And again, the value is with the points. There's no
4: question about it. And I think uh, more seasoned better professionals like yourself are going to wait to see if uh, the 8.5 flashes. I don't think so. And I think we're going to start seeing uh, some uh, some money plus the 8. But also, let's face it, the Bucks were a better free-throw shooting team. Hmm? And I think that's uh, that was certainly the undoing. Man, uh,
3: by just couldn't resist, Philadelphia. Huh? Well, take shots at. Ben. I didn't name anybody. You got to take shots at the guy. <laughs> did, by, have you seen off I'll have to show you during the break. Have you seen old footage of him during the summer league here in Vegas when yeah. he was a rookie? Mm-hmm. Like we're talking about like turn-away mid-range jumpers. Yeah. Like he 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 had like a pretty clean jump shot. I think he's supposed to play this summer. He, did he declare it? Or was Depends that a, an sentence?
4: accurate – I think – I, th- I thought I read a report that I he's think he's playing team? for Team Australia? Well, I'm not sure. I'm just saying he's – I thought he – I thought he's because he's, he's not he's, eligible to play a summer. League. No, but he's going to play some, over the summer. To you know, instead yeah, the of taking Olympics. time off, you know. So, well, listen, he needs it.
3: Hey, what's better? Hey, what's a better way to gym. test? Uh, what's the better way to test out the uh, the new shooting motion than live action? Huh? Playing for your country at the Olympics. You By go. the way, I can't wait to start diving into this summer. Let's let's summer action. Uh, yeah. The Olympics. You know, the U.S. got a pretty loaded roster, and, and if Simmons plays, I think because I think he's confirmed. That's a sneaky-loaded Australia Uh, roster, too, my friend. Harden opted out today. Yes, he did.
4: Yeah, all right, so to heal. So, yeah, the uh, the Olympic uh, basketball betting will be
3: be good. Summer league's back, Olympic basketball. We're going to have a summer full of hoops, and then we get started all again in October.
4: It's going to be busy, typically. You know, to your point, JVT, we typically, again, have this lull, but we're going to go right up to – Exhibition football with a, right. with a lot of action. And, it, and by the way, don't forget, there's one less week of exhibition really? this year because of the added regular season. So it's going to be interesting to see which week is the dress rehearsal week. It was always week three, right? Mm-hmm. Well, which one's going to be dress rehearsal this year? Is there going to be a dress rehearsal? You guys going to be booking Olympic hoops? Um, we're planning on oh, yeah. I'm in. We
3: can. Can't wait. We can. I'm we, telling uh, you. A
4: few years ago we were. Actually, I booked it, uh, the uh, Dream Team, Angola. Yeah. Against uh, the USA, what was it, like 38 or the something? The legendary
3: dream team practice, right? <laughs> That's you right. Heard all about it back in the day. All right. We'll run through. We can run through scores if we have time at the end. It looks like the San Francisco Giants uh, ooh, are not going to take no. a 2-1 lead here. It is uh, tied at 1-1 at the end of the frame there. And uh, the Milwaukee Brewers is a relatively large favorites today. 3-2. Bottom of the eighth inning. Runner on first. With a lead over Arizona, we'll take our break. On the other side, Pat Evans is going to be with us, legal sports report, as he gives us all the details of what happened in Canada yesterday. Because um, it was a pretty big day on Tuesday for Canada, uh, and it's going to have a model similar to the United States. So, which provinces are going to reflect some of the uh, markets like a Colorado, which others might have some question marks about it? We'll answer all those and more on the other side here on My Guys in the Desert. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, get $250 match bonus, fastest pouts, and only a one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at playsugarhouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21 gaming problem, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER, Indiana one 800 with it Colorado one 800 4,700 Michigan one 800 7117 Virginia one not valid in Iowa I'm Jonathan Von Tobel Vinny Mayulo wrapping it up here on my guys in the desert let's welcome in Pat Evans writer for legal sports report and I would assume now expert in Canadian law and uh Pat, it looks like uh, the, the our neighbors in the Great White North can look forward to reads like that potentially in all of their media programming. As we now know, Canadian Parliament amending the criminal code to allow for single-game wagering on Tuesday. Uh, so just walk us through what your life has been like lately because I know you and I were texting a little bit earlier and that uh, you have been really wrapped up in a lot of these hearings.
6: <laughs>
8: yeah. Uh, how are you guys doing? Uh, thanks for having me. Um, just this, I mean, yeah, my life has been for the last probably – two, three weeks, maybe a little bit longer, uh, I guess the common it in April. So a couple months now, sorry, June, uh, almost through June. Um, and it's all, mostly been Canada. You know, I've had a little Louisiana, a little Arizona, a little Maryland, Wyoming, South Dakota sprinkled in with all their legislative stuff going on. But Canada has been the main, main draw recently. And, uh, really all, I mean, it's really similar to a passport. you know, um, it's it's a one-line uh, bill that just amends the criminal code to allow single single-game betting. They, the the provincial uh, lotteries are able to uh, offer uh, uh, parlays already, um, and this uh, once it hits Royal Assent, which is pretty much a you know a in at this point. You know they haven't shot down anything for that since the 60s, I think. Um, uh then it should be legal and then it goes to the, the provinces to to regulate it and uh so there's still lots up in the air on how you're going to be able to bet and where um but you know it was a, it was a long process it, it started last last year and and went till uh what was it yesterday tuesday um so yeah that's been my life the last couple of weeks
3: So do we have any idea, you mentioned it's a United States-type model, right, where province by province is going to be a little different. we have any idea yet how certain provinces might handle it, right, because I keep hearing Ontario in a lot of the reports that I read that they might be first up, they might be ready to go, and it seems like that would be kind of the first shoe to drop in terms of Ontario being the most ready here in 2021.
8: Yeah, so in the Senate, uh, in a Senate committee hearing, uh, a couple of the state, uh, I keep calling them states, provinces, uh, Came out. Ontario is the one that it, everybody's excited about. I mean, it has almost 40% of the population, so that's that's the big, the big, you know, be the, the, the fifth uh, largest U.S. state if it if it uh, were in the U.S. Um, so that's the one everybody's looking at, and they're the ones that said, you know what, this is going to be a free uh, competitive market, and um, and they said they want to be live by the end of the year. Um, British Columbia also came out and they said they could launch it almost immediately, but they're uh, at least to start is just looking at expanding their uh, lottery offerings, which again already offers parlay bets. Um, so British Columbia sounds like they might be the first to, to to really be off the ground. But for you know full sportsbook operators, it sounds like Ontario, um, as you mentioned, is kind of the best bet. Uh, no pun intended there.
4: Uh, uh, Pat, is there any indication? So if it's uh, similar to the U.S. model, obviously the United uh, the states here. Have different licensing fees. Has that come out yet? Have you gotten any idea or any sense as to which provinces in Canada uh, will be uh, higher or lower necessarily in terms of the uh, uh, the licensing fees?
8: No, no, I haven't been able to uh, get that specific yet because it has been just focused on making sure it gets, you know, over the hill. Okay. Um, uh, and, and I don't even know, I haven't heard Besides, I know Alberta came out and they're also probably just going to expand the lottery, at least to start. Um, So right now, the the only one to do that might be Ontario. Um, So I guess it's just kind of a wait and see. I'm setting up interviews right now with the regulators in in Ontario and the lottery and and BC and hopefully Alberta. So hopefully I'll know more soon and, and I'll have a better answer for you.
3: Okay. Pat, I'm curious, you know, what does um, this is obviously just getting started, but what do we expect with like a fully mature Canadian market here? Because I know some of the numbers have been pretty eye boggling in terms of, you know, what they expect, though, what they expect has been wagered regularly offshore. But what do they expect once this thing really gets going and the market starts to mature in terms of handle what they see and what the money they might see?
8: I mean, I've heard up, up, you know, more than 20 billion annually. Um, PwC came out and said, 2.4 2.4 billion in annual gross gaming revenue you know that's the one that the, the operators care about um so it's going to be it's going to be significant uh and i think it'll be interesting to see the difference too in terms of what's being better i mean obviously hockey's probably going to be much bigger there than it is in the u.s um but yeah the the, the offshore total or i guess total right now is 14 billion or 14.5 billion and then only 500 million of that is on, legally on parlay uh, it's a little, the legal way to do it right now. Um, so, and that was one of the arguments too was, you know, let's keep the money in Canada, go into Canadian provinces, um, but also don't force Canadians to bet on multiple games. If they, you know, in one of the, uh, I think it was just the first Senate day that they, because they talked about it for three days. Uh, in the first Senate day, um, one of the senators said, you know, if, if I want to bet on the montreal Canadiens versus vegas golden knights i have to make a bet on another game and i don't you know maybe i don't want to do that um so i don't know it could it's, it's going to be pretty significant i mean it's a, like i said uh ontario alone would be the fifth largest state i mean as a as a whole would probably be about the same as, as california
4: that is, is there any indication with the U.S. operators or, or let's say, overseas operators uh, that have shown an interest in getting involved uh, in Canada so far?
8: Uh, the big one, obviously, and, and this was my favorite part of this whole whole process, was Senator David Wells, who sponsored it on the Senate side. Um, he became like a minor social media star with all the investors who were watching closely because they had, you know, they're, they're hoping that it passes, so their stocks. Uh, their shares in the score go up. Um, Based in Toronto, they've got that Ontario home field advantage, and they're making the big play to be a major market shareholder, uh, much more so than the states they're in in the U.S. Um, and, you know, they're one of the major sports media companies in, in Canada. Um, so they're a, they're a big... They already launched their first marketing campaign in, in Toronto this uh, today uh, with some billboards. Um, DraftKings, they expanded their partnership, their fantasy partnership with the NFL to include Canada. Um, so that, you know, clearly they won in points, but hired somebody to explicitly lead their Canadian expansion. Uh, and that MGM partnered with Wayne Gretzky in the Hockey News, which wasn't just for Canada, but you have to imagine such a big hockey play like that. Um, And then Caesars, of course, operates the casino in Ontario. So I'd imagine most of them will try to and want to be in Canada um, and grab at least a little chunk of it.
3: I like it. Pat Evans with us again. Legal Sports Report, where you can find his work. Pat Evans up on Twitter. And before we get you out of here, too, uh, as you know, Canada, it is history. Uh, Louisiana, of course, as we know, signed the final pieces of legislation. I thought this was pretty interesting, the way that you guys put this in the report, Pat, because uh, not only is this, you know, pretty big, and it looks like mobile betting part of the legislation, but if you include the surrounding states and what sports betting looks like Mm -hmm. in those states, this could be a pretty successful thing here for Louisiana, no?
8: Yeah, I think that was one of the more interesting things when you start to look into it it's like new orleans it's a pretty big market you have major sports uh, teams with the pelicans and, and the saints uh but then yeah once you start looking around around them uh mississippi it's retail only uh arkansas is retail only then everything else is, is not there texas you're not going to have legal in texas you know is one of the big states that everybody wants to see cross the finish line and it's not going to after this session until probably at least 2023 um, and Houston and, and Dallas-Fort Worth are both three hours from the border. So if you, you know, kind of look at what some other, has happened in other states with people crossing the border and just getting on their mobile, I mean, New Jersey and uh, New York, like if you just cross the border, you can open up a, an app and, and make your bet. So, and because it is uh, online registration too, you don't have to go to a hotel, uh, a casino. Um, so, I mean, once those states maybe legalize or, or go mobile, It'll it'll tone down a little bit, but it, as a mid-size, it's literally the 25th largest state. Um, so if you look at that, it'll probably be similar to Colorado in terms of handle, but uh, maybe it'll be more because of, of you know neighboring states, especially Texas, being this massive population center.
4: Pat, couple of minutes here, uh, just uh, in in terms of uh, Louisiana, looks like so they're gonna have mobile as well as bricks and brick and mortar. Uh, locations, while well, giving them a, a significant competitive advantage over neighboring states, as you mentioned. Any thought that uh, perhaps some of the casinos or the racetracks uh, will include sports wagering?
8: Yeah, they. I mean, the, the the legislation is 20 licenses for the 20 casinos and racetracks. Um, okay. And those re- operators include Boyd, Caesars, Penn National, Bally's. Churchill Downs, Golden Nugget, yep. um, and then DraftKings and FanDuel were very uh, active in the, the legislative process at hearings and, and things like that. So um, they'll all be around. Uh, and then there's also a lottery stipulation that, that the rep uh, who led the tax and fee structure bill um, included a license for the lottery, which will be a mobile license as well as kiosks at local bars and
3: restaurants. Follow him on Twitter, Pat Evans, legalsportsreport.com is the website as well. Pat, you do great work over there. Thanks for the time today, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you. Got man. it. Again, Legal Sports Report. How you feeling, Vinny, huh? Times are changing. It's I'd no longer you. just you guys out here in the desert. No, but
4: uh, you know what? The uh, the market continues to grow. People are more and more exposed to it. Uh, it's less intimidating, part of uh, – it's, it's mainstream now. Not getting to be mainstream, mainstream.
3: Yep, that's right. It is. Uh, if you don't talk about it, sports gambling in any one of your uh, sports media conversations, guess what? You're behind the times, my friend. All right, Benny Mayula, thank you very much. You I'm are. Jonathan Vontobel, filling in, of course, here are My Guys in the Desert. I will be here for the rest of the week. Uh, the cast will Change ER, I believe, is going to be with me tomorrow, so a lot of good basketball analysis just like we had today. And if you missed out any part of it, vcin.com slash podcast. This show and all of your favorite shows. We'll talk to you tomorrow.